0: Are you ready?
1: Welcome everybody to Wrestling with the War!
2: Hey, this is Ted, the Hillbilly Hill from the Hill Truth Wrestling Podcast. You can find me on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast from. Got a new episode coming out tomorrow on Tuesday. You can reach me at uh, the Hill Truth Podcast at gmail.com, all one word. Uh, last week was a great episode. If you haven't listened to it here with Wrestling With War, where we went over Survivor Series 95. Uh, and I would have probably been able to stay for this episode, but BC's other co-host who's been absent has decided to come back because he's been medically cleared, and that is the Nightmare Jay Myers. So you'll have to deal with him tonight, okay? Uh, this is just a short run-in to do a little ref interference so that uh, they can get the show started. So you guys peace out. Have a good one. And be sure to follow these guys. Uh, They're YouTube. They're, like I said, Apple, all of them. And listen, I'm going to go ahead. They're too proud to beg. Give them a five-star review on Apple, okay? They want a five-star review, okay? Because they're feeling a little insecure about not getting enough five-star reviews. But I'm telling you right now, do it for old Ted. Give these boys a five-star review. Until next time, there's the real truth, then there's the real truth.
1: Holy crap! We have Ted, the hillbilly heel, Hill doing a run in, and he spoiled the surprise. <laughs> Quite the promo from Ted too. It was pretty epic. The virus is back in the saddle again. Back on wrestling with the war. Back just in time for the war, World War Three. Jay, how you doing, my friend? I am uh, back in the saddle been, uh
0: been uh, been good. So feeling feeling refreshed and ready to. Ready to get back at it? Listening to a lot of Eric Bischoff of late, so I got my uh, <laughs> my my uh, Bischoff takes hot and heavy coming in. Um, no, I'm good. It's good to be back. I'm uh, feeling feeling good and ready to ready to chat some uh, Monday Night War.
1: Rocking a sweet Mega Power shirt. Is that the yeah. homage homage uh, shirts there?
0: No, this is like old school um, shop one. I want to get. I don't know if they have this on homage. I might want to check that one i need to do an order for sure i want the nwo one too because kevin nash is always wearing the wearing that one on his on his pod they're so comfy everybody out there go on the i don't know if it's homage or homage i don't know
1: i'd say homage it's probably
0: homage but their t-shirts are amazing free plug for them send us some shit but
1: yeah exactly
0: they they're not listening but if they are one shirt one shirt I'll take one, one NWO shirt, shirt. come on, yeah. just for Jay.
1: <laughs> but honestly, if you're listening out there and you want any T-shirt buying or belt buying advice, send a DM to Mister uh, Mister Myers up. on Head there. Yeah, I got all the spots. Jay Myers, WWTT on got Twitter, because he, he knows. Just,
0: I just have a new belt uh, on the way. I got the uh, got purchased. I, I did some deals, but I got a new women's tag uh, tag belts uh, that are waiting for me. So
1: I thought you had one of those. I
0: did not have the women's tag belts. No. My, you uh, have the SmackDown I, women's title, didn't you? Uh, I have the SmackDown women's title, yeah. and um, I think that's the only women's one I have. But uh, so I, I love the tag belts. I so that I think they're really, you really, really yeah. nice. Yeah.
1: Actually, ironically enough, I like the uh, the AEW women's title. I think that's pretty sharp looking.
0: Yeah, I, I think AEW's got that. Like, I love. I wish they would mix the two. So big fan of the main big center plates titles. So like aw's classic center plate not kind of the w logo and all that stuff but now yeah. most of the new wwe titles are big center plate kind of titles too but i also love the one side plate with the customizable side plate like i some like i think the women's one what has like full almost i might have three side plates on each side i think I it see. gets a little busy that's all yeah. I, like the, I like the single side plate on each side now yeah we could talk belts all day
1: we could we could that's what our youtube channels for. we're gonna have to have another you know we're yeah. gonna have to have another belt episode do it over on youtube I, we did the, our favorite belts
0: yeah well i, I gotta think,
1: i gotta get this room set up and properly yeah.
0: displayed cases and all that stuff work in progress
1: yeah yeah, for sure. We that's still get nice. released that belt video we took long ago, too. Oh my goodness. We I forgot about that. Wow, that was forever ago. I man. know. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> oh man, that's somewhere's in the uh the bells of my I phone. I think looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. I don't even know if you can find it. It's probably up in the up in the cloud on the on it's, the web. It might be. We'll
1: have to see. Maybe it's, yeah. We'll find flo- out. Floating up there now. It's probably gonzo. Your insurance company will appreciate it, too, if you ever have a fire or something like that. Yeah. We got all documented. Yeah, exactly.
0: I think that one's on the line, isn't it? It's on the line now, probably. It's probably not even in your phone. It's on the line. It had the line. Okay. Do you remember that movie? No. What was that well, That was the... Uh, oh, my God. It was... Um, what's his name? Oh, God. I'm drawing a blank now. But they, like, go to Google and... Intern. I think it was called The Intern. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. it's uh, big called goofy guy what's his name and then owen wilson uh anyway it was like vince vaughn vince vaughn yeah yeah, vaughn, yeah. i like that one anyway, yes on okay now i remember that yeah
1: the line yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> instead of online it was online. anyway we uh, we've di-
1: we've digressed already i love it you're back and we've completely gone <laughs> off the the rails <laughs> oh, yeah but you I know am, what uh, yeah. Since we are talking like we're newbies to the internet, well, it was 1995. The internet it was doing that time, and they too, were right? pimping it in these. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, the
0: amount of like interactives and like what was the Compuserve or something? Yes, that was, like, Compuserve the thing on the yeah. pay per view. I was like, what? Yeah. It was like almost a chat thing or something. Maybe
1: we were we were that. more of a Netscape. I don't think we had back that back here. <laughs> I don't think no.
0: Mid 90s, it was blowing up though. I, yeah, it was you know what that was the we see here that every day people by the way that was everything <laughs> oh,
1: <man. laughs> then you then you'd have your mom pick up
0: mom i'm trying to get on the internet hang up the phone
1: i need to download a picture <laughs> of samantha fox <laughs> yeah, that's gonna take 25 minutes <laughs> Samantha Fox. Wow, that's a I don't
0: know. I wouldn't have got that right. <laughs> oh, I think that's even past me.
1: Probably, yeah. Claudia <laughs> Schiffer, let's go with that then. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, mine was um what was the sports illustrated um it wasn't El McPherson? El McPherson, but then the other one. What was the other one? Oh my Kathy god. Kathy Ireland? Kathy Ireland. Oh yeah. 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 hmm Yeah, she was like on the cover for all of them.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Good old nineties. There's a good question, folks. If you want to go to any of our uh our social medias, let us know who was your favorite uh, sports illustrated swimsuit cover model. Yeah. There's quite a bit. <laughs> who gave you the warm tingleys when back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> and then there was what's her name? Um oh my god. She's Christy like, Brinkley.
0: Christy Brinkley, but then yeah. Oh, there's so many. I don't know. I can't, they're all I'm drawing a blank.
1: Well, like, what's the one that was on the Fresh Prince, uh, the model? um...
0: Oh, yeah. Um, She still does a talk show now or something, doesn't she? Yeah, Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tyra Banks.
0: She was on it for a couple of years, yeah. We're just going down memory lane here. Remember Max?
1: Now Is I think that... it's Lizzo that's. the <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, for anybody out there, look up Maxim too. That was uh, that was quite the rage for what? That was like three or four years. Maxim. Yeah, it did like like
1: Trish Stratus or somebody yeah, get on Maxim on or something Maxim. like that? Yeah, Maxim yeah. She isn't it. The men's magazine that wasn't Playboy. Right? <laughs> yes,
0: I was just gonna say it was like the PG version of Playboy, but somehow yeah.
1: it was popular. I don't know why. <laughs> it really was yeah all these like, what's things. a magazine that and men's health was the other one yeah. That you get a
0: lot too. yeah yeah if you if you can look it up look up magazines this there you go old thing
1: kids those are things that are on glossy paper that you used <laughs> to read instead of on your you phone you can hold in your hand <laughs> all right we we've uh we've uh Completely gone off the rail. So let's get back <laughs> onto it. So we're talking now, Jay. I know you missed it. I think you intentionally faked an injury so you wouldn't have to deal with the Yeti. Uh, you know? <laughs> oh, he was still in this one. He was the Ninja Yette. Actually, yeah. but you missed a classic on Halloween Havoc. My God, yeah. that's just that goes down. I the, hope you the, go back and turn watch it. Jimmy, turn, too. Oh man, the the monster truck uh, sumo battle on the roof and all that stuff, and then and then, you know. The threesome in the middle of the ring between Hogan, Giant, and Yeti. but uh, yeah, oh, God. great memories. Great it's, memories. It's he
0: great does. listening to Bischoff talk about like he won't even like he won't even like give any, like Dungeon of Doom is just like his most shameful thing. I think he just <laughs> he can't even talk good about it at all. I don't think uh, I don't know if it was his creative or not. It probably wasn't his creative, but well, Kevin
1: Sullivan was booking or whatever yeah. at the time. So there you go, right there, but yeah i don't know <laughs> just just bad stuff but here we and go they,
0: now like every week there's a new person like how's hugh Morris, dungeon of doom like i don't like it's humorous remember that <laughs> <laughs> but like it is like that they're, they're not even characters they're just throwing people in like
1: it's the it's the early nwo you know what i mean well guess who's coming in there even sooner like pretty much at the beginning of 96 is conan like of all he people to join, the Doom? he goes to the Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. He comes in originally and is like his, you know, kind of lucha libre, like kind was of superhero at this point. No, w- no, 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 no. That was that was uh, back Where's in you? '93. Oh, but, okay. uh, yeah, so he's, he's down in, in Mexico. Probably he's down in yeah. Mexico, and they were doing that deal with uh, Mexico. And he comes in as his regular Conan, kind of like the flashy looking gear. And then he starts doing like the kind of gangster, oh, thing. okay. you know, like the like the the vato, vato, yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. And he he's in the dungeon of doom of all places to be, right? It's like weird, but yeah, it's it's de- definitely different. It's such a to realize what happens in a few months and see how the cool factor was just not there. Although there was some cool stuff, but then there's that stuff too. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. All right, you want to talk some World War III? Let's do it. All right, I'll, I'll guide you through this, because I know you've been quite hectic in your life, so yes. uh, you didn't get to see all of it, but you did a, you did a good job of skimming I did, through.
0: I did, I did a skim, skim version, saw um, the, me- the meaty parts. The, the opening
1: promo was pretty decent, I can say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, so we're, we're, World War III, this is November 26, 1995. We are, uh, in the Norfolk scope, which is in Norfolk, Virginia, which uh, is a very coast of coastal Virginia. I believe yeah, said. very famous wrestling arena and very famous from the old Jim C- Crockett days and just the mid Atlantic days. So, uh, there's a lot of history there and it's, a uh, a lot of people talk about that as far as WCW's demise and, and not just staying in that kind of area. Right. And, and, and doing that.
0: Branching out national, which was a Bischoff thing, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah, you like de-southernize it, I think. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But this was their hotbed, right? So yeah. they, they probably should have, but good crowd. But I get his
0: take though, because you can't get the national sponsors if you stick to that
1: strategy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But your TV program is national. It's just a matter of the arena stuff. If you had to yeah. stuck to that, but that's yeah. True. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. We're off to a good start. We have that... that. Um, so they're using the podium for right. uh, interviews on this one. A la so uh, WWF, I yes, thought. Yes, it felt very WWF. Yeah. yeah, it did. So you got Mean Gene with Hogan, Sting, and Savage. So you unfortunately missed the Phantom of the Opera uh, stage for Hogan, for Dark Hogan. You were present for Dark Hogan yes. and, and Stockholm Syndrome, Jimmy Hart. Remember that? But yes. you missed the phantom mask that he was rocking and which um, was
0: weirdly timed
1: with the undertaker mask. i know i even said that last episode yeah. was that a shot at wwf i don't know but it was yeah. kind of weird but I'm giving them the, too much credit maybe it honestly looks like the birthday party mask you used to get when you're a kid from the lone ranger <laughs> party pack or something like that versus i think they had like tom savini doing um undertaker's mask yeah. or something but yeah the, so the goat. Hulk, hulk is burning off the the uh the, black the mustache. Throws it into the uh, into the fire pit, which gets a but little bit out of control. Go a
0: little bit crazy, the fire there. Like even Stig, you can like, see some girl like in a headset below, like yeah. totally got on camera, and you're like, I don't think you're supposed to be on the shot in the shot. But
1: <laughs> Stig <State laughs> was very conscious of it. A couple of times, he even blew on it. It's like, what are you doing? He was to like it to? waving it. To? The girl handed <laughs> him a <laughs> bottle of water. He's pouring the water on there. And everything. <laughs> God, typical W C W. What I did love too is, uh, they so they've got the fire pit going, and Hogan mentioned this dirt sheet that they wanted to burn as well. So I'm thinking to myself, but he, he called it a rag sheet, The rag sheet. Yeah, yeah, what he the did. Fuck? <laughs> is that a ra- when was it ever called a rag sheet? Maybe, maybe with the boys, maybe with Hogan. I don't no. know, but, well, but yeah, not a, a good name for it. Irony, Meltzer was even getting heat back then, but um, boom, off topic
0: again, but I absolutely love how much Bischoff hates. Fucking Meltzer. Oh, it's hilarious. It's, so it's, good. Hilarious. it's hilarious. It is so good. And like each one of Bischoff's co hosts, either with like Strictly Business or 83 Weeks, try like Conrad's definitely tries to be like politically correct about it and like play the other guy, I forget his name. I don't think they talk about Meltzer that much in that one, but like it's just like he just doesn't even give a shit. He's like, no, he's a fucking piece of shit. He's a fucking piece of shit. He's a fucking, so I'm just like, oh my God, like he really hates him and then it would be like but i, I mean i don't have anything personally against so like you're literally fucking calling him a piece of shit but like you don't have anything personal against him. <laughs> like,
1: oh man there's a definite hatred there oh and,
0: but i didn't realize Meltzer goes back to like this far
1: back oh, in history and oh shit. It's since the 80s brother yeah yeah since the 80s yeah doing it on the old typewriter yeah crazy crazy yeah um, so yeah, so good start, you know. Hogan's back to the red and yellow, yeah. stings on the board, macho's all pumped up, you know. It's all buddy good. buddy, they're all kumbaya. Oh, good. Now, I don't know if you got to see uh, see the first match, but it was Johnny B. Bad yeah. versus DDP for the TV title. Did you get to watch with it with
0: Kimberly on the line, which I yes. thought is never going to happen in
1: 2023, I don't think anymore, but I don't see why he couldn't do that. I know it's managerial service, it's not like Johnny's like lustily. Well, I know, or but they said, like
0: I believe he announced. With um, what is what's her name? Uh, not they don't call her Kimberly, but what um, oh, uh,
1: the Diamond Doll, Dim-
0: Diamond Doll, with uh, and the winner gets Diamond Doll's services. I'm just like ooh, Ballet, <laughs> that might, ballet service. but they didn't say that. They just said Diamond Doll services. I'm like okay, that might. But anyway. I did it's, write a, that. it's a cool step, though. I like that yeah. situation.
1: It's a cool step. Yeah, because it's the good guy that's going for it. Yeah. It'd be different if it's a bad guy. Then you're going across the lines. Yeah. Then you've got to play that whole angle of... Well, like they do that eventually in WWF with the whole Pelman and Marlena thing. Oh, that yes. A yeah, yeah. Darker route there. Yeah. But uh, when the good yeah. guy's trying to Russo. save her from the idiot, you know, it's no different yeah. than George Steele trying to get Elizabeth from that's watching true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Anyway,
0: no, I don't have a problem with it. I just thought, I don't know if
1: that would work in 2023 if you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> man i don't know what you thought of this match but i thought it was a banger to be it was quite honest good i yeah. like, we,
0: i've been talking like i love ddp i think he's great mm-hmm. even at this time he's dropped the the shirt look dude now he's kind of going back like to almost the way we know him but I, I yeah i thought it was cool i um there's some cool spots in there yeah the the finish was good i thought like mm-hmm. that Sort of, well, he went to the outside and then he did the springboard sort of leg drop. I
1: thought that the was a bad cold. mood, as he calls it.
0: Is that what he called it? Yeah. He mm-hmm. had a bunch of different finishers, he didn't did, he?
1: He did, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm.
0: uh, I don't I think... think he wasn't doing the TKO this time, was he?
1: No, it was part of his repertoire, but it wasn't a finisher. It wasn't his finisher, yeah. Right? Which I love yeah. that move. That's one yeah. of my favorite moves still. Uh, I uh, Yeah. DDP is just so innovative. He's so
0: good. Yeah. He did this one. Um, I might be mixing Nitro up because they did nitro was like all rematches which i thought was it weird, was but, yeah um was it the nitro or was it the pay-per-view where he did the sort of tilt a whirl into like almost um like a uh like you know how cesaro did the neutralizer or whatever
1: yeah, yeah i was going he to kind of did that. like a yep. tilt
0: a whirl into the neutralizer but like cool it they, looked they called the it the reverse pancake on the show is what they right. called it but i i, I remember it, no i remember that's what it was
1: called in games too when i used to play yeah like, that was one of his signature He did it on both. Records. He did it on both shows. Did he? Okay, yeah, yeah, so. But I was I was going to mention that cuz I call it a spinning um Colonel De Beers pile driver is what I call it. I don't know if you remember Colonel Colonel De, no. De Beers from these, but anyways, he would do that. Just flattens he flattens a mode of the guy up him for him a pile driver head. and yeah. just yeah, it's like yeah. kind of it's kind of like the pedigree but without the arms locked, basically. Well, pedigree but inverted, right?
0: Cuz yes. his back.
1: He's going on his back instead of his face, right?
0: Yeah, really cool move. Oh, I liked it. Like I, I always loved DDP's innovation. I thought he was super cool for moves. Like he did, I I don't think I've seen it yet in the matches I'm watching, but at one point he does. He does like a spinning powerbomb, like yep. powerbomb. He does yep. that. That was one of his signature He does a lot of
1: spinning moves, I find. Yeah. Eh? Yep. Yeah.
0: He's just I just think he's talented. And it's too bad he
1: like cuz he was really old, right? Eh? When he like had to run, but 36 when he started wrestling. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyway. uh I like it. and and Johnny B Bad was awesome in this too. He's great, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, like I, I I commented actually, ironically enough, recording this on the sixth. So this the March sixth of nineteen ninety six was Johnny B Bad's last match with WCW. He drops the uh uh the um, TV title at a I think it's a Saturday night. Taping. Oh, he kept it
0: that long.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So it's he might funny have actually, because we were just might talking, have and... it back and forth with okay.
0: yeah. but we were talking only a few shows ago how like we were puzzled with his booking remember because like Mm -hmm. yeah he was like start stopped but then obviously they must have settled his deal or something and
1: then he must have yeah Yeah. Mm. go good match i thought it was i thought it was good great opener and kimberly
0: playing like that part is cool too
1: yeah, and then they have the interview with mean Gene Atwers, mm-hmm. and of course Johnny's the 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 ultimate gentleman. It's like you've got yeah. your choice, Kimberly. You do whatever you want. Yeah, you know, you can you can walk away, or you can you know come with me and wash my uh, sweaty underwear, you know, after the <laughs> matches if you want, and I'll I'll shoot can... my bad blaster all over you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can you can join me and Sable in, in uh, at Johnny B Bad Residence, right? Yeah.
1: But just stay away from Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, shit. Oh, man. a decent amount of time i'm looking on the time list it's the second well apart from the battle royal which is a cluster the <laughs> it's the second longest match on the card there's yeah, a, just just behind sting and flare
1: yeah there's a reason they gave those guys that time they were putting on good matches like yeah. they, they there's they would go back and forth a few times with matches except for yeah. nitro Nitro's a different story but that well, was just the a rush have to, so much time yeah 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 but, uh, okay, so we go from there to uh, Big Bubba Rogers versus Hacksaw Duggan in a tape mismatch, which I was honestly cringing at and expecting to be just a complete cluster. I thought it was all right, was all right too, yeah. to be quite honest. But,
0: like, the only – and I, I think it was what it was. It was fine. I think um, Johnny Wall Street or whatever the hell he's called. VK. VK. Yeah, they do everything
1: VK, right? Of yeah, course. right.
0: Of course. why Why not highlight that? Um, his his involvement was fine. The thing that that stuck out, and it wasn't there, wasn't too many memorable spots. I don't think, but like, he doesn't have to hide the chain. It's a That's what no I said. fucking DQ match. Why are you hiding it? It's a tape fist match. It's a tape Why fist are you? Like literally no rules. I know. Why are you hiding it? That you have the chain around your hand. Just fucking pump them, like pop them in the face with the chain. Like, it's all legal. Uh, I anyway, said the same. That was my thing. only
1: thing same thing yeah it just
0: like these are the inconsistencies that like it just it makes your shit look bad when you and and to to be fair i watched a ton of that in 2023 with aew last oh, night
1: yeah you know what mm-hmm. i mean so like it's anyway, like they it's forget just... it's like they forget or something yeah like and, and
0: i think but I so feel like that's communication though like you gotta yeah. like everybody's gotta be on the same page before you go in there like hey like we got all these spots planned but don't rem- don't forget and i i feel like it's the ref's fault a lot of times too the refs are fucking up and being like why are you doing this ref there's no dq like aubrey last night taking the guitar away from uh jared it's like you've already let them break 18 different rules why do you care now about the you know what i mean you literally had another outside participant in the ring take like you know it's just dumb but like little stuff like that yeah like why do we care about the tape fist
1: or the i mean meanwhile like Bubba's taping him to the top rope, You're right? And just exactly. wailing on him, right? You know. And you, by the, the way, the so,
0: interference was fine, right? Like yeah, that was mm-hmm. fine.
1: Yeah. Anyway, did you see the backdrop of, uh, while Hacksaw was uh, taped to the rope, and he flipped Bubba, out and Bubba's back hit the apron? My God, I'm thinking that guy's like, yeah, at least three thirty there. But he and was that's,
0: trimmed down on these. He ones. was, wasn't, but yeah. that's a
1: lot of weight to go on no, the apron.
0: He's still a big like, dude. Oh.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I thought, it was, I thought it was a good match. I, I enjoyed it. I don't. I'm not a
1: Duggan fan in the least. It's probably his last good match. I would say was Is this it? one. Uh, to Is me, he done that's a, almost after this. Well, no, he's not done. It's just it's all comedy after this, uh, right? Okay. It's all comedy. I mean, there's a point where he joins Team Canada. Like it's just just right. absolutely brutal. But but yeah, like this. I mean, it was physical. I mean, both guys can. It was it, well. I mean, they're both um, mid South guys, right? So yeah. that's that's where they're coming from, and. Like that was probably the best that's probably the best uh three point stance close on I've ever seen Duggan do. Like he just yeah. wailed into him on that. But uh you yeah, can tell
0: I, they just went into it, and be like, Yeah, let's just take it out, take the piss out of each other. Let's do
1: it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um uh, but was yeah, good. overall it's good good match. Yep. So better than i expected which is that's a good thing right weird we then, that it
0: showed up in the card randomly but i think i know they were building it for. They build it. yeah
1: but it felt yeah. like a saturday night type of thing yeah. as opposed to, or a blow off a it nitro. didn't feel very big i guess that's, that's no no filler filler for sure mm. uh then we get a podium interview with mean gene flare and of course that's it's Flair, so it's yeah. gonna be good you know nothing epic out of it but right. it's, it's Flair. we then go to a women's tag match which is um Cutie Suzuki and Mayumi Ozaki versus Bull Nakano and Akira Hokuto. So, I'm glad couple you of said things.
0: those names. Yeah,
1: I know. A couple of things here I will mention that one, you could tell they're trying to bolster the women's division in order to maybe entice a certain somebody to come over to WCW that wasn't too happy over in WWF. Of that. And, of uh, that and japanese wrestlers but i that, just
0: assume these guys were brought in like a one-time deal kind of things like they're not signed i would assume they're all japanese right
1: well i cheated because obviously they have this now this angle with Sonny ono and bobby heenan and all this stuff and all of a sudden we're seeing these japanese wrestlers so i cheated because i had to find the date for starrcade to figure out which was first starrcade or in your house and um and i realized Starcade is going to be built did they mentioned it yet but it's going to be built as like an international series between wcw and, and i believe japan. like new japan so, so the first forbidden why, door yeah yeah that's why you're seeing the uh japanese gotcha. stars Thanks, coming looks. in a couple of fun facts here uh before we talk about the match but one so akira Ho- hokuto is actually the wife of uh kanzuki suzaki who's uh, the fighting Benoit later on this card. He's the the U.S. champ. right? Uh, also, <laughs> Bull Nakano uh, would, uh, amazingly enough, I mean, we heard that's one of the few Japanese women that I was familiar with because she did WWF as well against Medusa. But um, she ends up retiring in 1997 uh, just due to injuries, and she ends up becoming a professional golfer. Really? Of all things, yeah, tried out for the LPGA tour. Actually, made the Futures tour in 2006. Wow, wait, wasn't she just on Survivor Series too? Uh, no. yes, yes. Uh, was it? Yeah, I think she was on Survivor Series. Was that actually?
0: Am I thinking Asha Kong?
1: No, Aja Kong, yes, Aja Kong. no, sorry, yes, she was Aja Kong was at Survivor Series. Uh, Bull Nakano was. I think in ninety-four feuding with right. with Blaze. She definitely Blaze. was in WWF, but she was, yes. Yeah. yeah. I was mm-hmm. thinking Ashikong. Ashikon, I think, yeah. Yeah. There's so many different names. Yeah. It's funny that both companies are working with Japanese wrestlers at this point. Yeah. Pretty crazy. But as far as the match, man, like uh, I, I made the comment I don't and you can take this however you want, but this match would have fit well in AEW. Today. I was just thinking the same thing. I had a very
0: <laughs> Rio vibe on this one. with yes. that, other, that other team.
1: Yeah. I just I, – I didn't love it
0: because I didn't feel like it was balanced. I wasn't – the other two – the other team wasn't believable to me. Yeah, they like, got way Na- too much offense. Yeah, Nagano and this – other like, the Hokuto is good. Like, she was yeah. – I like her a lot. But the other two didn't seem legit at all, to be honest. Oh, so, old
1: Nagano is a beast, too. Yeah, like an and, like, beast. they just
0: – they looked better. Like, their mm-hmm. moves were better. They were more physical. Like, yeah. I'm not – we've talked about this in the old episodes. Like I'm not a Rio fan because I don't buy her shit. she's, she's, she's too tiny. Like, I'm sorry. Like I can't, it's not even a Ray Mysterio kind of too tiny. It's no, like, you're not
1: believable at all. So it'd been, I, it'd been a while since I tuned in AEW. and I just happened to tune in. Like, I don't know. It was like last week and she was on, she was on I was like, Oh my God, she's yeah. so tiny. And to see Tony storm sell him for her was just I know. bad. Yeah. Just, uh, anyway. Yeah.
0: But, but I, I shouldn't shit on the match because it was a decent match. I thought it just it was confusing to me, and I didn't know who was. I think Bull Nagano was playing the heel team, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah Hokuto but and Nagano were. They the, were doing like cheery stuff, and like hmm. they were all doing flips and stuff. So, anyway, but yeah, that, that leg drop from the top from Nagano was pretty. Sick. That's
1: impressive. Yeah, that's very impressive. Talk oh. about,
0: uh, spine realignment, though.
1: Bull Nagano was always impressive in yeah. there. Like, yeah, she's a beast. But uh yeah, whatever. It was, it was a okay. lot of a it lot of okay. non-tags, it did a lot seem of thrown in there to be yeah. honest, too. Yeah, but it, it's felt like it was quickly rushed into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from there we go to a podium interview with Jimmy Hart and Lex Luger. And I don't <laughs> know if you watch this this interview, but there's nothing of substance. But the funniest part of the whole interview is Jimmy Hart does his little spiel, and then Lex Luger. At the end he's like talking about how Jimmy Hart and Lex Luger are this awesome team, and then so Lex puts his hand up for the high five, and just at that same time Jimmy had turned around to like squawk at the crowd and so he I left Lex hanging Lex hanging that. there Lex like, is said, just uncomfortable anyway he was so good he just he was, yeah. and then he see Lex just do this face like hmm <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> just completely I just, disappointed. like I love
0: the total package like I really <laughs> did I love Luger like he was one of my I just because you know me i love that style of like look and everything but man oh man he was like a charisma void you know what i mean (laughs) like he just he he was he He was now weirdly enough what was the stuff he was pimping at the end of wcw like he had like the it was like he always had it on his trunks and stuff it almost looked like a product or something that That was just his logo that was just it do it yeah. I felt like it was some product placement or something. I don't think so. Anyway, but I could be wrong. Weirdly, yeah. he was more, I thought, more engaging to watch towards the end there in that run. Yeah. Know,
1: but, yeah, he's all drugged up then. That's well, why. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Maybe that's
0: why. I just, yeah, I just, I loved him, but he was, you can understand why the whole um, American hero thing failed, right? Because he just, he wasn't fit for that. He's for not, that, fit game. For he's not, he's not able to role. do that. Yeah. yeah. He needs to just be a heel, not
1: talk and yeah, do your thing because he's impressive. Um, speaking of Lex, have you ever seen the uh, promo that he did at some independent show, like right after he left WCW, and it was like uh, backstage of this really shitty indie show, but he can't get his T-shirt off. (laughs) <laughs> so he, so he kind of places the promo. He's just like, I'm so mad, I can't get my shirt off. He, like this guy like Damian Priest got his lines right. You know, he's like he said, like I'm so mad. He's making me uh, say the wrong pay per view, but it's it's hilarious. Go look it up. You just look I up, haven't he, seen that. Lex Luger struggles to get shirt was that like off, Late so '90s or something. It was like early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like one of these right after WCW folded, and people were like paying monstrous money to get all these guys that weren't yeah. with WWF onto their card. That's funny. It's great. Lex versus the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a meme there somewhere. Yeah. So, all right. So the missed high five is my highlight of that whole podium. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> the, a lot of
0: mean gene fucking screen time in this There's TV a lot too. of
1: mean gene screen time. Yeah, tough guy, mean gene, as I like to call. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Who's he kidding, man? Oh, ain't, man. ain't nobody buying that gene. <laughs> so then we go to the U.S. title match. So Chris Benoit versus Kensuke Sasaki, as they pronounce it. But I do believe from my uh, extensive knowledge of, of Japanese wrestling now and seeing Asuka and uh, Shinsuke... Well, even would, baseball. Isn't yeah. it?
0: Isn't it Daisuke for baseball and yes. stuff? Like
1: so, isn't so I think he should be Kensuke. And, Kensuke. I, and, okay. and actually, if you watch in the actual Battle Royal at the end when Hawk is in the ring with uh, Kensuke and they're trying to pull him out of the ring, you can hear him. He's pulling on Kensuke. He's like, hold on, Kensuke. Hold on like that, right? Okay. So... We have it right. They're pronouncing right. it wrong. So, I believe yeah. that is uh, one for the good guys. On that there one. you go. Kensuke, if uh, I, I, Did you see this one?
0: I watched the sort of skim through it and then watched okay. the end, the finish. What a, like, the, that snowplow move was amazing.
2: Right, and so that power, here.
0: he almost did the, um, what do they call it for Rodriguez? The Nagano bomb or whatever. The, the chicano chicano bomb. whatever bomb, yeah. like he yeah. did that too which was pretty sick like mm-hmm. benoit took a lot of beating there but he he also looked pretty good too i guess but mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah i thought it was i thought it was good i mean i thought it was a solid match two pretty strong i mean we're just talking about chris benoit the wrestler i mean he yes. was always a good performer right so yeah. believable um he did i think he did a Hurricane Ron off the top too at one point yeah was that nitro or was that no that was no this is one. on yeah on this yeah like i yeah, i thought it was good i was like it was a um the only thing i thought it maybe it wasn't but in my memory it's, it was an abrupt finish like he kind of like quickly he was finished them quick. off
1: yeah yeah they like, it was a slow start to the match and then they got his, they got warmed up and then they went at it right and um like this Suzaki's like just like a fireplug yeah, basically. He's, he's, just he's like a, yeah, cooler yeah. Norton. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so then they start just beating the living hell out of each other. Chop fest, all that stuff. Benoit with the like the snap suplexes and Did stuff. The diving headbutt. That's kind of painful to watch knowing what what yeah, happened, you know. Fair but but again, I'm not, I'm not talking mm. we're just talking about Benoit the performer here. We're not talking the other stuff, but just seeing that move you're like Ugh. You know that's not the. That's I always
0: cool. felt that he was barely touching the guy, though. To be honest, yeah, he the, really never comes down
1: on his head. He's always like, it's it's not really the head; it's the snap of the neck. That's, that's true. The, problem. the neck, yeah, the whiplash, whiplash effect. But but yeah, and then the other thing I noticed, Heenan loves Benoit. He's like yeah. all over him, like just, and, and I and I think in a legit like finally like somebody that's just a tough guy right you yeah. know like not, none of this cartoonish stuff right so i, I even, love
0: the gear too. him and uh pillman having the matching gear. The matching gear yeah yeah,
1: yeah. and it, you know what this is a great version of horseman i, I kind of forget about this version because it's the it's, least remembered version isn't it aside from the paul version. <laughs> you yeah. know it's uh but yeah you forget about this because pillman went away so quickly how it long did, i was just about to say how long did it last I think he was gone early 96 to ECW and then he goes to WWF, right?
0: Hmm. Weird that they would build that angle, though. Like... I guess they didn't think he was going to leave. I guess, but
1: well, the famous story is, although Bischoff may dispute this, basically Pillman talked himself out of a contract, right, to get to escape to go to the WWE. All oh, right, this was yeah. that time. So the, that I time, think they right? were building, thinking they're going to have Pillman in the mix, but right. And unfortunately, now because of this, we end up getting Mongo
0: instead. That's where Mongo came in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So with, thanks a lot, with, Pillman. Yeah, jerk. Rest, <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> oh man so there you go uh good match if you yeah, ask me no, yeah was good yeah nothing there's been nothing crazy although the ddp johnny b bad match is great but uh but just that's solid. the only that's the only standout match to me at yeah, this point yeah so we're back to the podium with all mean gene uh <laughs> this time he's got sullivan the giant and jimmy hart and uh they're still selling the giant as andre's son at this point yeah, you know, know. when g mean Gene mentions his dad would be you know embarrassed of him but uh I think again the standout point of this promo has to be one thing and one thing only, and it's the giant's uh, uh, poetry skills.
0: <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs> I only caught the i caught. I think I got to the end of the
1: the promo bit, but he's not good. <laughs> he's not good. So to quote the epic poetry uh, uh, jam of uh, the giant: "Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm gonna kick your butt to Kalamazoo." That's what it was.
0: I knew he said "kick your butt" in there, which I just yeah. think is corny for yeah. any time. For a giant. Also, side. I feel like they should have never had him wear the belt on his waist. It just it didn't look right at all. It makes
1: him look smaller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. that's not. Yeah, just hold it or have Jimmy Hart hold it or somebody.
1: Yeah. But yeah, that that was the highlight of it. Is is just the uh the um, poetry <laughs> jam night or whatever. Does
0: Does Paul White ever get better on the mic? I wonder. I don't know if he ever did. <laughs> really, like even his big show, he didn't have great promos.
1: Yeah, that's true. Maybe in AEW he's doing all right. Captain Insano was good.
0: Yeah, fair. I guess he no <laughs>
1: to say he didn't improve that wouldn't be fair. I guess because he definitely mm. improved. But anyway, another guy that a manager helps in that
0: case. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he should. He's literally a giant. He should never have to talk. Like it's the same treatment they should give almost. And yes. And. Oh, that shit, right? Don't let the guy talk. He doesn't need yeah. to talk.
1: Well, and it humanizes them, right? Yeah. That's the thing. You know, he's we don't want to think that these guys talk at all. Like yeah. they're in in they're incapable of speech, you know? Yeah, he's just but a killing machine. Just let it be that way. You notice uh, probably the one time in WWF that the that Paul White, the giant, whatever you want to call him, big show, actually seemed legit and scary was when he had Paul Heyman as his manager doing all his talking. I forgot about that. Yeah, when he was he had that run where he took the title off of uh off of uh, Brock. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The new like the new Brock, right? When he came back. When he no when Brock first started when he won he's the guy that dethroned Brock after Brock won the title from Angle.
0: No, I thought that was or, Eddie.
1: No, no. Sorry, and when he when he first won the title, I should say when he won it off of uh, the Rock. It was Big Show that, that... Right, he
0: won it off yeah. Rock at SummerSlam, right? hmm And then Big Show beat him? I don't remember
1: that. Big Show beat him, and then Angle beat Big Show. And then was, didn't Brock have it back before he left, though? Yeah, so Brock then won it from, from Angle at WrestleMania from Angle. when he botched the uh, shooting right, star. Right, the shooting star. And then Eddie... Oh,
0: I always thought he was going into that as a champ, but no, he wasn't. No, he won
1: the belt. Yeah, he right. won the Rumble to win the belt. Yeah. Right, okay. So yeah. he was two-time champ at that point.
0: Two-time. Yeah, yeah. two-time. Anyway, and then he was gone two months later.
1: I know. And we missed out on all that brockness. Yeah. Mm. No, Sable I guess it wouldn't him, have been
0: though. two months later. It was a year later he was gone, I guess. Uh,
1: from when? From that mania win to mania the next year he was gone. It was the next year, yeah. 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 Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Took Sable, got himself a couple of Miller lights. Went to town on uh <laughs> to town on Sable. Went to
0: town on Sable.
1: Look at this! You come back, we get all dirty here. You know, I kept this
0: <laughs> kept the show clean while you're gone. <laughs> Fuck the PG. We're in the Attitude Era, baby.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, right. yeah, we haven't got there yet. Yeah, we're gonna do a big, big reveal for the Attitude Era. That's right. Okay, so then we go to a, a actually a really good recap of the Savage Luger feud. I'll give I WCW. Did like that. I did WCW like that. WCW does a great job in the recaps to let you know what's going on. I wish. Yeah. WWE does a good job of it now, too, but that's one thing AEW could improve on is the recaps. They seem uh, to just. I
0: think they pale in comparison to WWE's ability to tell the story before a match. Sometimes the yeah, like, WWE gets, you're like, oh my God, like we've seen this um, package like yeah, 18 mm-hmm. times. But when you don't see it in AEW and they're getting better, but like you miss it. So. The only honestly, thing I don't like about the WCW ones is that voiceover guy is not great. I don't yeah, know. he's different. But, yeah.
1: but honestly, like, for a guy like me who's tuning into AEW every once in you a need while, that. I, I'm lost on some of the stuff yeah. that's going on. And and that's especially weird. when they have things going on on Dark and YouTube and all that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's always creative.
0: been a problem where they assume yeah. everyone's watching all the shows and we're not.
1: The ratings should tell so, them they're not. Right, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, so do, a, do a good. They do a good recap on it, and then it's a followed by a podium interview with Savage and Mean Gene, of course. Um, as as usual, Savage is awesome. My favorite line is when Mean Gene asks if he's jittery. He's like, "I'm always jittery. It's my personality. Be jittery. It's part of my charm." <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like he he went yeah, off. It felt like he went like more Randall Poffo a lot in this. There's a couple times he went kind of like at the end too. He kind of like. Went a little more human, and not character. But
1: I mean, ironically enough, this whole WCW '95 run is starting to push Savage to the top of my list Mm. as favorite wrestlers. Of of all the runs he could have, the '95 WCW is starting to push him. I didn't remember at all, to be honest. He is awesome. He's an MVP. He's great. He's like showing personality. He's still fantastic in the ring. His intensity is crazy, and he brings the actual legitimacy to. All this crap that's going on with the Dungeon of Doom and all this stuff. You notice he kept himself kind of clean of it. He's like, I'm just going to feud with Luger while you do all this Hulk, you know? So instead of you you take on Kamala and the giant and the Yeti and all this stuff, I'll I'll have the legit guy. And the Dungeon Master. Yeah. But anyway, so we go from that and then we're into the whole um, Luger and Savage match, which is very quick. Quick match, yeah. But keep in mind, Savage does have a legit bad arm at this point. Okay. I wasn't
0: sure if that was. Work or
1: not no he had that I don't know if you well you probably didn't see it, but on one of the nitros when they went to Venice Beach and had that sit down with that crazy guy on the beach um he didn't have the wrapping on the elbow and there was like a goose egg like the size uh, of a baseball on on his elbow, so yeah crazy. I don't know if that, I don't know if that's a staff infection or what it is, but it was not pretty so I understand why they did this they worked with what they did they gave savage a lot of offense to start yep. off with, and then we get the whole situation with Sting coming in when Luger gets the win, he torture racks him on the outside, then brings him back to the ring and okay. applies the iron bar and, and Savage is out. He's just not yeah he's not able to answer. I,
0: my question was like knowing the end of it like why would they give Luger the win there?
1: Set up a few. Right, I guess. And and plus you got the intrigue. Okay, so Sting has to come in and call off the dogs. Right. Which I will give this is something I'm gonna give WCW a lot of credit between that Hogan Savage at the end, Sting, uh, the Horseman. You never know if everybody's quite on the same side or not. Point, and and but they don't. They don't just. They're only hinting at it. They're not like just fired in your face, right? It's Very subtle. It's very subtle. Like and then, and then you have you know week over week. It's not like it's not like just three times during the episode where you're like, okay, well, who's gonna turn? That's that's the problem. You just got that little hint. You're like, hmm. Could I be. wonder. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. That makes sense.
1: And so it's a cool way to do it. I I I do give them credit for that. And so you have I don't know, any comments on that match? It was very quick.
0: No, I was quick. It was I guess it served its purpose. Added to the intrigue, like you said. Um the Luger stuff was was fine. I guess I was I was just a bit perplexed with the uh the finish, like mm-hmm. clean win for Luger, really. Like you could have Especially in WCW era, like you, you still could have accomplished that finish where he's got him in an armbar, or Luger comes down and let him out without him winning too. You know yeah, what I mean? like anyway, but but no clean one, wins. I shouldn't complain about clean wins because no. I'm always
1: saying clean wins need to happen. So. No one Savage. I would not have put it past Savage to say. Guys, I'm winning the belt tonight. Give Luger like, the yeah, win, and then exactly. we have something so that my Roll first off. opponent is Luger saying, "Macho, I beat you the same night as this happened." Right? Yeah, now, I can I, I see. I can see Savage saying that. He doesn't yeah. care about wins or losses, and that he's not like the, not the same as Hogan. You know? Yeah. No, it's so, a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. Man. All right, and then we go to another great recap. It's the Flair Sting feud, uh, all wrapped up in the package, and then. Flair and Sting, like, this never gets old. And honestly, I've seen a lot of Flair and Sting matches over my time. But, of course, they're working with a lot less time than, say, in 88 yeah. when they're going 45 minutes. But I thought this was a fun match, like, a great match, like, just the way they kind of did things. Like, they used all three rings. uh, They were battling all three of them. Yeah. You had Sting just, you know, no-selling the chops, like, just no matter how many times Flair would go for the There was job. a lot of Hogan-Sting comparisons, too, with commentary. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know, like man, I'm loving Surfer Sting.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. I mean, I don't think I'm ever gonna be like that big Sting guy, but I enjoyed it. um I thought the the three ring setup was throwing me off. To be honest, I didn't. Yeah, it was such a weird. Like I get it. They were trying to center the main one, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the, uh, when you said that. It, reminded me how much i thought it was a bit of a weird setup but um Think of all yeah the i thought it was getting that they gave up on there i know too, like high value seats i know yeah. there was one little section but anyway yeah um no i i enjoyed it and yet again Flair takes a clean loss you know what i mean like yes happen mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. which makes steve steve look good i guess but yeah no i, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, again, you're, these are two more your style guys, yes. you know mm-hmm. what I mean, than mine. But I mm-hmm. thought they did a fantastic job. Uh, sure. The crowd was crazy for Sting,
1: though. When yeah. he got that win, got the tap. Because, I mean, it's still a big deal to them to see Ric Flair tap out to Sting, yeah. right? Because they're yeah. thinking of all those times that Sting got they robbed in the championship. saw yeah. before, yeah. Ten years before or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so that was... It was pretty crazy. The other the only thing I would give a knock on is like literally during the pregame or or during the recap, Sting's in an interview saying, I'm putting that scorpion on, not letting go, not letting go. He immediately lets go as the bell rings. Like, why don't you have Luger come in? Have Luger come in and do the same thing, flip the switch on him. Yeah, yeah. no, that's a good point. Didn't make sense to me again, just
0: like just like inconsistencies, right?
1: Yeah, that that was the. Yeah, that was the one thing that bothered me on that. But other than that, I enjoyed the match. It was it was, nope. it was fine. Agreed. All right, so now we're going to the main event of the evening. It's the three-ring 60-man Battle Royal. Uh, we get a recap of how we get to the Battle Royal. Then we have the three and nails crew, so we finally get to experience Dusty Rhodes and Larry Zabisco on, on the commentary. Dusty messes up right off the get-go, sends them to the ring, even though Eric had to go, no, wait a second, we still have another crew that we have to introduce there. <laughs> And then, how annoying was Chris Cruz as far as his intro with uh, Larry abisco. I don't know if you saw that part. I think uh, I missed that. He was like uh, on like happy pills or something, but he, he just, it was annoying. But I got to give credit to the, uh, to the ring announcer. It wasn't Buffer doing this part, but it was, um, it took him two and a half minutes to announce all 60 guys, which is pretty <laughs> impressive. It-
0: yeah, I fast forward through the, the guys coming out, I think.
1: Think of how long a Roman Reigns'
0: entrance takes.
1: Yeah, that's I true. I was impressed. I was impressed. He, he was like um, Excalibur doing all the names. But... <laughs> yeah, doing the promo
0: reads at the end.
1: <laughs> but uh, probably the funniest thing of all that I, I enjoyed the most was when Michael Buffer's in the ring and doing like the the main announcement of uh, the match itself. If you were watching, you could see William Regal or Steve Regal at this point in behind him. He's just like doing all these different things to get on camera, like making this crazy face like he's scared to death. And, but he made sure he got on camera the whole time. It was so I was just cracking up watching Regal behind nice. him. Um, and then I'm not going to go through the whole battle royal. I mean, this is just uh, a mess. But the Yeti in his new ninja costume goes out within four seconds. <laughs> he's the first. I think Pillman put him out, ironically, of all people. I'm thinking it might have been an accident. Uh, I love how they <laughs> they promised three giants in in this match because there's three rings so the first giant was the giant yeah the second and was the yeti Yete. and the then <laughs> how does like, that work who canceled on them do you think <laughs> yeah yeah giant yeah. gonzalez giant gonzalez maybe <laughs> but uh so yeti was one of the funnier parts to go down there the rules were as each ring got to 10 guys they emerge into the right. ring number one so the, the it all ended up in ring number one at one point. I will mention one of the things that I, I need to find out what happened here, but friend of the friend of a show, try to figure that one out, but Scott Armstrong. So friend of Mike, who's a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, he took a nasty exit over the top rope. Thanks to Paul Orndorff. And he's the guy that they had to call the stretcher for. And like, he was out there on the floor for quite a while. So I don't know if this was kayfabe and mm-hmm. like trying to sell the, the brutality of the match or what it was but I'd love for Big Mike if you're listening yeah. talk to Scott there's an ask Scott for you was that a real injury at World War 3 that you need to get stretched out for catch and then after that it, the other thing was Luger spent the majority of the match on the outside Savage chased him down there was a one cool moment where they both went into a separate ring the empty ring started battling for a little while and then we got down to our final eight which is what it all basically came down there's a lot of jobbers in yeah. this match my god Although a young Chris Canyon making his debut in um, in uh, WCW for the first time in in tr- in trunks of all things, so I thought you might have liked that. I so, missed
0: that. Yeah. Like, to be fair, I skimmed through the battle. I was like, Yeah, they don't this worry, going to be good.
1: As long as the last eight, that's all. Yeah, that I matters. got to
0: the I got to the last match, like where they were all in which the ring.
1: which moved quick after that. Yeah. So your final eight was Flair and Iron, Hogan and Savage, Sting and Luger, Giant, and then One Man Gang, of course, because yes. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather the Yeti be the one that's in there. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather was... be Akeem, the uh, African dream. Although one-man gang had slimmed down at this point. Was a he lot wasn't slimmer. as big, was he? Yeah, yeah, he, he was. He a different, different look, too. Mm-hmm. Flair and Arnguo pretty quick, thanks to Hogan. And then Luger and Sting team up. Oh, and Eddie Guerrero was number nine, I should mention. They were mm. giving Eddie the push here. Um, Luger and Sting, Sting start teaming up to eliminate Giant. They're doing all those clotheslines, double clotheslines to him. They're getting them ready to dump over the ropes. They and who comes behind they them? Don't get them to dump like they <laughs> were wanted. I don't think I think that was a botch. It might have been. But yeah. Hogan comes and knocks yeah. all three of them out in one shot, <laughs> just like a good guy does. Yeah. And then uh yeah. while well, he's standing there by the ropes, the giant grabs his feet, pulls them out under the bottom rope. Okay. So he's gonna fight him on the outside. Meanwhile, at the same time, Savage dumps one man gang over the top rope, and they decide to call Savage the winner. <sighs> Even though Which in front was of,
0: so awkward, like yes. the way that it, uh, yeah, typical WCW, but
1: uh, and again, it made exactly no sense, exactly. So, in front of on camera, he pulls a moat, like it's not like it was off camera. We're they not even watching Hogan, uh, Savage at this no, point, we're only no. watching Hogan. We miss the Savage jumping a one man game. These two are battling outside the ring, you have. Me and Gene seen it. You see the announcers on TV see it and everything, and then they just name Savage they, the win. Yep, yeah,
0: they're just like, no, no, no it's, a, it's, a, it's all good. The ref. And is, the good.
1: best part about it is you get another Savage title win tainted and overshadowed by Hogan. Like yeah. he's he's in the ring complaining and doing all this stuff. Savage is claiming I didn't see it, brother. I don't know. You know what it is. It is what, it is, what it is. Was it is whatever he said. You don't blame Savage for it. I mean, that, yeah. like you said, it's his dream to become champion. So. I, I didn't make Hogan look good. He's crying about this and that, and they're talking a tantrum. About, they're gonna watch it on video the next night on Nitro and to filmed, get this all set. I believe
0: They said on film, yes,
1: yes. And then uh, Mean Gene, of course, jumps in to get into all this. Mean Gene with the most camera time of anybody on the evening. I know. He had That's more brilliant. camera time than MJF and Danielson there the other night. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we end a okay pay per view so far with a crappy wcw and this is the story with wcw nitro is awesome it, it's got good momentum they get to a pay-per-view and they end it with some silliness right
0: yeah which never changed
1: really if you think about no it. no no matter who's so, booking it as far as this pay-per-view watch it it's it's fun it's a good one i mean where else are you gonna see a 60-man battle royal and stuff like that but uh yeah disappointing ending although you did get savage be the wcw world yeah. champion there you go. Which I don't
0: didn't remember that he had that run. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was interesting to see. But yeah, yeah, I thought it was a
1: it was a meh. All right. So that's the end of uh World War Three. So Jay, who did you uh who did you bet on to win this? I know you probably didn't know the results beforehand, so I'm sure you put some money down on this. Uh yeah, I
0: definitely put some uh money on the one man gang for sure. On the OMG?
1: yeah the OMG. <laughs> Uh I had Disco Inferno and unfortunately that didn't pay out. I thought the Vegas connection would help with that. But yeah. uh but uh you know if I if only Bet Stamp our, our official sponsor would have wrestling on on their app, we could We'd probably be use cleaning them, up. Especially if we went in a time cleaning machine up. and had them back in nineteen ninety five. Like but, uh...
0: Back to the Future two.
1: <laughs> exactly but uh if you want some help uh maybe with some legitimate sports you know with some hockey baseball you know basketball all that stuff if you want some help maximizing your uh, profits and maximizing your bets why don't you try out our friends over at betstamp head on over to betstamp and download load the app because they have lots of benefits to offer you things like a uh, line shop and you know so where you can Go by using BetStamp. You can line shop across all sports books to ensure you're finding the best value available for each wager. You have verified bet tracking. So it allows you to track verified bets across all major sports books. This allows you to keep track of your different accounts and build a more credible record as a better. Uh, you can also follow, follow winning bettors. So why not follow successful people and g- be instantly notified when they're making picks? That way you can use them to help your odds and, and increase your ability to get uh, and find new bets. And, of course, if you're going to try out Stamp, which I highly suggest because they've been very uh, helpful to us in our betting journey, uh, especially uh, with some of those nice football picks that we made over Super Bowl, uh, why don't you go on over to their, to their uh, app, download it, and put in the promo code for Wrestling With The Truth, which is WWTT, so they can know who sent you along. That's one more time. That's promo code WWTT and download the bet stamp to increase your odds of winning. All right. Yeah. So we'll get that DeLorean fixed up so we can (laughs) borrow that bet stamp for the wrestling. I'm sure if they were back there in 95, they could probably tell us what the magic things are going to happen. I don't know. Maybe something crazy that's going to happen in 96 that might rock the wrestling world. Probably yeah. not Hogan turning or anything like that, but maybe something no. will happen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> could could have put some money down on the screw job
1: too. There you I mean. go. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll go from uh, World War Three right over to Monday Night Show for November 27, 95. So this is the follow-up show to the pay-per-view. And of course, right away, we start off with a recap of World War Three. Why not? Show what's yeah. going on. Uh, we do not, at the beginning, get the promised uh, film of the uh, ending to that pay-per-view we're gonna have to wait for that so what do we start with well it's a rematch this is a apparently i thought it was a
0: recycled show to be honest
1: it felt like that this is world war three backlash as they (laughs) pre 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 days yeah we start with johnny b bad versus ddp in a much shorter match than the previous night much shorter and a little bit of a
0: kind of a gimmicky finish too but yeah, the, yeah i mean you couldn't say my i think might have been five minutes if that uh, but yeah, if the that. ending was intriguing because then it set up that oh wait is kimberly with him or but because i love ddp's reaction when like it went through his legs he clearly like she throws it two twenty 20 seconds later he bends down and then he's like what are you doing <laughs> you know he was like well, what? <laughs> it was funny. Come on, you bimbo. <laughs> yeah, like what, what and he just like kept pointing down as if like you you didn't throw it and now yeah. anyway, and then Johnny B. Bad's like, what did you do, who you you throwing it to?
1: <laughs> Johnny B. Macho. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that is not Johnny B. Bad's voice. No, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So for those who without the benefit of uh the the actual Peacock channel, you know, we uh what it was is uh it looks like ddp is gonna apologize to Kimberly with a, a bouquet of roses. Of course, it's it's a way for him to distract yeah. Johnny, get a jump on him. Quick, quick match while standing outside with probably the most overactive facials of anybody <laughs> in history, Kimberly. Ironically, she becomes an actress later on yeah. in life, but uh she uh, she notices something in the bouquet. I don't know how she noticed it, but there is a a chain in the bouquet. She pulls it out, and then she's just going through, like the as if she had to make the choice whether to keep a baby or not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whether she what she's going to do. They kept with the that chain. single shot for I like know.
0: two minutes. It felt like I know. It b- was brain unreal. brain uh, calling it a sterling silver bracelet was great. He's like, no, ah, <laughs> it's just sterling ster- sterling silver
1: bracelet. What are you talking about? The heel truth, my friend. Oh god, (laughs) shout out Ted. Yeah. But uh, and then of course, what Jay mentioned, you get the toss in of the chain. It looks like, well, was she throwing it to Dallas? It was clearly not thrown to Dallas, it was skipped across the ring to Johnny. it. It's pretty clear that she was directly throwing it to Johnny Bat. Yeah, so all these subtle hints that
0: maybe she's with him, and then that (laughs) but they but I thought they did do or she did a good job of sort of being like, But oh no, but you won! Like, you know what I mean? Like almost like like, like she's a heel
1: was she kind of did she mean to? Do, anyway so I thought yeah yeah so again dropping little crumbs yeah. what's gonna happen here but big things in store for kimberly that's for sure you're gonna love what's gonna be coming up for her <laughs> and it's not the nitro girls by the way so all right then we go to mean gene once again interviewing jimmy hart and kevin so it's not an episode without the mean gener in mm-hmm. there um so, and this one's interesting because it's Sullivan is, is questioning Jimmy Hart and Lex Luger's motives in the fact that they could have basically put Savage out of wrestling for good if they had to get the move on, yet he's, uh, he's um, releasing the hold thanks to Sting coming in. So, of course, Jimmy Hart alludes to, well, they might be doing that on purpose to work something out with Sting joining the dungeon. So that seems to satisfy Sullivan for the time being. There was a lot of
0: like, I don't know if you
1: noticed this too. That's, I mean, it was a fine promo
0: whatever, but there was a lot of like Gene pushing Jimmy. Did you see that? I saw that. Yes. I was like, what is he trying to get him in the shot or out of the, cause Jimmy Hart was not, it was a really bad angle.
1: It was. Yeah. He was like sideways. Yeah. And anyway, that was, yeah. that
0: was the only thing I paid attention to. It was like, what is Gene trying to do here?
1: Yeah. It was, it's actually one of the better Sullivan promos because. Yeah. He was very much like goofy. normal. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like uh, it's I accusatory too. Yeah. yeah uh and then we go to the rematch from the previous night of course backlash um so cutie suzuki or whatever and ozaki against uh it's <laughs> like you're gonna go with those names again Nikano <laughs> and uh and hokuto same thing just played it over just again felt like filler again and they, it was almost it, the same spots yeah honest. The only difference was where Nakano ends up getting pretty much a legit knee injury from the missed uh, bomb from the outside oh, where Nak- yeah. Okoto lands on her knee and it was kinda nasty looking, but maybe uh, that's
0: what maybe it was even supposed to be the same finish, but they had to call it audible and could have been. The yeah, other one did the fisherman driver Yeah. driver.
1: Like I said, AEW fans would love this match. They'd be they they'd be into it. That's not an insult. I'm just no, saying I was gonna it's say that's style, not yeah. But uh it's <laughs> just we've seen it twice now it's enough yeah. of that i think that was plenty yeah and then talk about time machines i felt like we went to a saturday night's main event in 1986 because we had hugh morris against hulk hogan <laughs> red and yellow hogan and i mean this li- literally was you might as well have been I nostalgia don't know. hogan I
0: don't yeah
1: know yeah it was it was hogan versus hercules hernandez from 1986 yeah. you know uh of course hugh morris gets his finisher in hogan kicks out uh, and then Hulk's up, big boot, you know, all that leg drop, and there the whole you go. Feel, yeah, yeah, crotch in the face with that weird pin that he always does, <laughs> where he gets up before the three count. Yes, the sixty-nine <laughs> pin, and then a yeah. It's like, wait, how could you have not perfected that yet? It felt really dated. I mean, it's funny, yeah. like, cause I am a Hulk Hogan fan from my childhood. But that was that stuff was cool back when we were yeah. kids, right? Like that fit in the eighties, but now it just feels really it definitely didn't fit in really the
0: mid-1990s.
1: No, it felt dated. Like yeah. for all that Savage has done to update his character, Hogan is still just there in, in eighty six or something. You know, I just, almost feel bad for the guys having to work with him in that, that that time. It, it didn't help Morris any at all. Mm-hmm. And and he looked like a you know, I've never been a huge fan of uh, Bill DeMott, but he looked like a pretty badass guy yeah but you look credible cool. for sure yeah. yeah but uh i think this was our first glimpse of him on nitro i was thinking the
0: same thing because i don't remember because he kind of just got thrown in there
1: yeah i for the pay-per-view he was in the he was in the battle royal but i could be wrong I mean, he might probably have wrestled the previous week but i i don't remember that but uh yeah i mean i'm watching so much wrestling right now but uh, i think that was his first on nitro i think he been on saturday night or something like that right. previously but yeah Anyways, I felt bad for for old Billy there, but, uh, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we go to what we wanted to see. It's Mean Gene interviewing Randy Savage, which, of course, gets up interrupted by Hulk Hogan, who, again, it doesn't really look too much like a face at this point with his crying. Nope. Uh, and they're going to watch the footage, and, and conveniently, the, I guess the VCR yeah, it was broke the tape at the, <laughs> the exact point when Hogan gets pulled out of the ring. And i love savage it's like what's it? he said something like um i forget what he said something like you know the he made it rhyme somehow like the eyes don't lie but i ain't seen nothing or something like that right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh so Hog is just losing it Out comes to the giant jumps the both of them does a nasty choke slam of uh savage, I'm savage I'm John on on floor Oak. yeah yeah and then uh and then you get um him going to the ring with Hogan and Sting coming out to help out, and they just beat the living hell out of a Giant with chairs to get him off of uh, weak chair shots. Though Hogan has the weak. Hogan chair was
0: shot. horrible. Like that was bad. It was almost like he was sliding a
1: sled. Like he was just like yes.
0: here you go, Ugh, and the headshot. Ugh. Or it's like he's
1: like holding the chair up and like you bang your head off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you run into it, please. <laughs> that's a better way to describe it because that's what it looked like. Like, what are you
1: doing? Why are you shredding cheese on his forehead? Like, I know, I know, but you know, nowadays, like, hey, maybe use a head on the concussion well, protocol. Might you know, might I,
0: I don't know, but making it easy on them.
1: maybe just don't use the chair, Hulkster. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the giant's back could take those shots, yeah, from the chair, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, anyway, so we, of course, we don't get to find out, uh, <laughs> find out anything, anything, <laughs> yeah, but there you go. But, you know, again, because of Savage kind of like not really playing into like, yeah, I, yeah, Hulk, I, I watched it and all this. And I think you got a legit beef. Savage like, uh, I don't know, buddy. It's like, know. what am I supposed to do? So again, it, whose side is Savage on? All yeah. the, I, I kind of like that part of it. And, and then we go to the main event, which is Sting and Luger versus Arn and Pillman. Um, so tag team match um, felt like an old school WCW mm. type of match um thoughts on this
0: yeah i thought it was good. another quick one wasn't it and uh oh, they gave the, it a little bit of time, they bit of time but yeah. they the um the intrigue with luger being teamed with sting was still in there and then obviously that played into the finish but uh it was cool to see um cool to see like pillman in there I, the only thing that was throwing me out was like where was benoit
1: yeah yeah
0: why are they not? They're a faction. Why are they not all coming out together?
1: I've noticed that, like, although they are and that's a faction, been the case. That was in the case in the other the pay per view yeah. too. You don't see Benoit involved, although in the battle royal him and him and Pillman kind of stuck together for a little yeah. while. But yeah, you don't really see him being part of the Horseman as of yet. Yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I thought it was good. The uh, the finish. Uh, what was the finish?
1: So it was Flair pushes came him, to him the off. Ring. Right. Flare came to the ring. Flair came and clustered. But, during the match, it was interesting because Luger kind of, you could, you could almost say, well, he looked like he was intentionally missing tags or just being yeah. a little late on things. But then he's also rescuing Sting and staying on things. So it's like, again, it's the intrigue of stuff. Right. Where does he lie? Uh, yeah. But then you have Flair come out and uh, grab Luger, start beating him down. Hogan comes out to the rescue of all the guys when the horsemen are beating them down. And then you have Hogan wanting to get a hold of Luger and beat him up. And Sting stops Hogan. So you have all this stuff going yeah. on. Um, and, like, whose side are we on? Which I'm okay with it. It's like everybody's kind of angry at everybody. It feels like. Yeah, that's, should that's be the, that way. That's the way WWF did it once they started doing the Attitude Era. It was yeah. like everybody's for themselves. Some yeah. tweeners, all that stuff. So I'm okay with it. ETA. Just, uh Hogan felt a little bit out of place here because he's still, like, 80s Hogan at this
0: point. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I almost would have preferred he kept with the black gimmick. Yeah, would have been. You didn't have to be stupid, shitty, over the top. But he could have just been toned down. Black gimmick, Hogan.
1: You know, it's amazing to me in this. So this is a forty-four minute show, and we watch this one. They probably gave this tag match about ten minutes. I think they probably gave the ladies' tag match so close, close to, to ten minutes. They gave Morris and Hogan probably five. They gave. Johnny B. Bad and DDP about five minutes. It's about 30 minutes of wrestling in 45 minutes. Plus, they got those interviews fit in there and some recaps. I'd say probably on a Monday Night Raw, you get about 30 minutes of wrestling yeah, at this point true. in time. Like, and that's in three-hour programming.
0: I don't know. I think that's changed now, though. Trips gives them like
1: three, three segments of match now. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. So maybe since Triple H. New, I mean, new era, era, it's a little. Vince yeah, era. Vince era oh. for sure. For Which sure. is pretty sad, like that, and that's what's good about these shows—they fly by because you got so yeah. much going on. But it's not like the matches are two minutes long. No, yeah, but anyways, an show. Okay. it was okay. okay. I didn't think
0: it was a great follow-up show.
1: No, no, there's especially because they just rehashed a bunch of shit. Yeah, the the only thing that really felt good was the the ending main event show. Yeah, but they're they're just loaded with stars right now though, too. They really are. Yeah. I I know we're probably looking at it through kinder eyes too because we know what people become. We didn't know Eddie Guerrero back then was going to be Eddie Guerrero and we didn't know what was like, gonna happen with Benoit yeah, and ben these guys. Wong, yeah. But you know, looking back now, like it's just they were packed with stars. Just yeah. crazy. Agreed. All right, let's finish this up. We got one more show, and that's the Monday Night Raw from November twenty-seventh, nineteen ninety-five, the competition for uh or Nitro at this point. And uh, we started out right away with a, a recap of Sean passing out with serious Vince McMahon voice. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was very, he seemed very somber very, and sad. Yes, very somber. But it was a good uh, a good package, I guess you could yeah. say. And then, you know, kind of almost playing off of like, this truly is what can happen in the wrestling, as if it's real, right? Yeah. You know? um then we go to ahmed johnson versus rad radford man ahmed's looking like a beast at this yeah love that finish the pearl rover plunge is that what he called it they were calling it the tiger bomb at that point oh really okay yeah but which is what which is what it is i mean yeah but yeah or
0: tiger bomb no is it a tiger driver sometimes they call it that
1: anyway i think the tiger driver is when you hook hook the arms but then you do a pile driver isn't it uh
0: Maybe I just remember Tyler Bates' move is called the Tyler Driver 97 or something like that. Oh, okay. and his is just like a same thing, but anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I, it's way cooler when they call it the Pearl River Plunge.
1: It, it is, yeah. yeah. And it, I mentioned this on the other episode. Uh, you don't have knee pads on the uh, on the oh thighs. my god, I'm I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, good call, yeah. That came pretty quick after, though. I think, it? yeah, did. Still would love to know what the that. oh, and yeah. when I forgot about the the breaths, the breathing strip, <laughs> oh, breathe right, or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, <laughs> oh man, man, what a joke! Yeah, yeah, but uh, they made they did what they had to do, they made Ahmed look like a beast. Is mm. what they're they are building a star, it feels like they're building a star yeah. very quickly with him. Rad Radford fan. is Piccoli, right? Yeah, it's Louis Piccoli, yeah, yeah. which man, I didn't know, the, I didn't was that. Vince I hated him. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's, there's why always... does he
0: have such a. Why did he go down and
1: like lore? I know he, he passed away suddenly, but like, why did he become this martyr or whatever? Well, he knew he was a druggie and he didn't want him around oh. the guys, right? He was hanging around with the clique. So he didn't yeah, like actually. that. Yeah. He and the he just answer. didn't like the look of him, too. That's just... yeah. But like, he yeah. hired him.
0: Like, why would you hire him then? <laughs> well,
1: for a job, or I think actually Cornette, this is when Cornette was bringing some people in and stuff uh. like that. Yeah. But, glorified um, jobber, I guess. So. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't that bad, though. The Spicoli looked pretty yeah. good.
0: There. But then he got good, didn't he? Because then he had the whole run and he... I
1: don't
0: I don't know the story, but why did he go get so much... Like, why did people
1: love him so much at the end then?
0: Because then there was, like, the Spicoli driver and all that shit. I don't know. I'm going to
1: have to look into that. Yeah. I wasn't a Spicoli guy, but... Uh, I don't remember him at
0: all, but I just know the name. Like, and then it became, like, he was some
1: revered name or something anyway Mm -mm. yeah but uh afterwards we do get an interview with jerry lawler which is always a bad move with ahmed because you need a translator for him (laughs) but um it brought a chance for dean douglas to come out and again i guess i completely forgot about this i pretty much assumed that as soon as dean douglas got screwed over at in your house that he left wwf no he stuck around yeah stuck around like he's starting a feud here with ahmed and Actually, what I did like about this, he didn't back down from Ahmed. Like he yeah. was like, I'm getting in the ring, let's go. You know, yeah, and uh, let's do this. Yeah. So that was that was good instead of always being the chicken shit heel, you know, that type of thing. Um, so we were setting up that feud. I don't know how long this will last. Then they go right into another package for Sean, and it's just a love fest from Vince McMahon about the most resilient superstar yeah. who was beaten up by nine thugs <laughs> and stuff like that. And, oh man, like <laughs> yeah it was a lot it was a lot to take i think brett has a case here (laughs) (laughs) and then hey it's japanese women's tag match night i guess apparently like they had the script oh man we get uh we get aja kong and tomoko watanabe versus alundra blaze and kyoko uh anoi and um just of note, this is Alundra Blaze's last match in WWE. It is, eh? Okay. It is. Some more stuff to come soon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, um, Awesome Kong gets the win. Uh, Vincent Lawler spent the majority of the time talking about Princess Diana and her love affair and something about uh, Dutch condoms or something <laughs> like that. Norwegian condoms. I don't even know what the... This one, I think I fell asleep during this. In- <laughs> yeah, I know. No,
0: but- Pretty sure I just skipped it, to be honest.
1: I would say of the two Japanese women's matches, probably the one on WCW was yeah, better. Yeah, agreed. Video. There was just yeah. better, better. It felt more like strong style,
0: I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. We then go to a recap of Diesel and his, uh, it's kind of the term, but more it's so the, the, uh, the yeah. promo that he did, which he's a tweener at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to Brother Love with Bret Hart. and <laughs> Return of Brother Love, and I mean, Vince was loving Throughout the whole episode, just shitting on Bruce Pritchard, just talking about how he's gained weight and how he looks terrible and all this stuff. This was a dream come true for Vince. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, and I don't know, I think you said you listened to the episodes, but we kind of talked about how um, Brett and even Diesel's promos over that whole feud were not good. Not yeah. good at all. They were stiff and they were just meandering and didn't go well. I felt like Brett was much better on the mic here.
0: yeah. Yeah, it was I the only thing I thought it went long.
1: It did. It yeah. did, yeah. I think, I'm wondering if that is because, because obviously the angle here was uh, Bob Backlund jumps breath right. at the end. What's the chicken wing. Was Bob, because he was in the crowd, maybe he was taking too maybe long. Maybe he to took, to the ring. yeah, that's a good point. But okay. uh, they, they, again, touched on, which they would never do anymore, but they, they touched on Brett losing to Davy at SummerSlam in 92, right. which I love that they're going back to that because it puts doubt in the mind. Can Brett beat Davy? Yeah. Is Davy going to be the next champion? Which was, that was great. So you got that. But yeah, the Backlund putting the chicken wing. I don't even, I don't even know where this goes. I can't I remember. I was just going
0: to say, I thought Backlund was
1: gone by this point. No, uh, yeah. This is when he's doing his foolish stuff, like running for president and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. Just I, didn't I, think, I didn't think he was in the ring that much. I I really hope we're not going to another Brett um, Backlund feud. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and then we just have a quick uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Jobber match. And all this is, is an excuse for Henry Goblin to get in there and pump up do the, the fact that do the slop. they're going to have the slop match. <laughs> and then our last, uh, their main event is uh, Undertaker, who was originally supposed to fight Kama, who comes out on a crutches and can't fight. But he's still got the gold chain, which is the Undertaker's urn around his neck. Uh, so in his place is Sir Moe, and this is a match I've been dying to see: Undertaker <laughs> versus Sir Mo.
0: <laughs> and Undertaker's mask matched Sir Moe's gear. It did. <laughs> Any comments on this match? No, nah, it was a forgettable match, but it was. Yeah. It really was. This is a forgettable. Sir, Sir Mo had
1: no. Yeah, Sir Mo had no business being in there. Let's be honest. No, no, he did not. Like, uh, like I've been much kinder to Mabel. Uh, yeah. On this run, because I
0: think Mabel had an appeal.
1: Mo did, did. not. No, he did not. He just looked like a potato in there. Yeah, and he I don't
0: think he was that athletic or talented.
1: No, no. So you have a whole lot of, you know, basically covering up for Mo here. You have Kama come in, and he jumps Taker, and then Taker fights him off. Then Mabel comes in. You got Yokozuna involved somehow. Yeah, somehow at
0: the end, yeah.
1: They're all in, in there, and at some point, Mabel does get a hold of the uh, urn, which has been turned into the gold chain. He steals it back, and uh, we're off to the races. Um, to another Mabel Taker, a few yeah. <laughs> So, looking forward to you, that. You need
0: Mabel, needs the receipt, right? He needs to get that receipt for the orbital bone.
1: I know. I hate to play spoiler here, but uh, um, so I just actually last night I watched the AE Rivals, uh, the Taker and uh, Mick Foley one, which is a great episode. Uh, and you know, you got to think about the fact that we're. We're in this Drek for Taker at this point with this whole million dollar stable stuff. But, mm. like, in another five months, you have Mick Foley appearing on the scene. is everything soon? changes? Yeah, it's the day after WrestleMania. Huh. Yeah, because we're well, going 90, to December we're 96. 96. Yes, yeah. yeah, there's such a night and day turnaround. That's what it feels like. It feels like it's a holding pattern, it's like they're kind of finishing off the crap from the new generation we're seeing some things that are, we know are going to be in the the 96 era. It's like, it's yeah. And I, and just even seeing the footage of like their boiler room brawl, you see Austin's in the dressing room there and stuff like that. It's like, Ooh, okay. We're, we're soon going to have some uh, good stuff coming here, but we still got to go through the ringmaster. Yes.
0: Yes. Fuck. With Ted (laughs) DiBiase in the million dollar championship. I know. Yeah. I know. And the original iteration of mankind where it was like super, super hokey. Yeah. yeah although no i guess it wasn't it was a pretty cool character from the get-go it's yeah.
1: a cool character right? like yeah. the, when you think back now to what you're watching on wwf tv at this point and to see that the promos that foley yeah was where he was doing, pulling his hair out and stuff oh, it was a man. creepy
0: i remember being a kid watching that and being like oh this, this is scary
1: yeah, yeah, he was he was intense. Man.
0: They did a good like, job with like the music and shit too.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then of course you have George the Rat. So that was oh yeah. Do you know who owned that Rat? Here's a trivia question for you. I do not. you tell me though. That was Jim Cornette's Pat Rat. What? Yeah, <laughs> George <Sorry>. the Rat. <laughs> That's funny. is Cornette. it actually called George the Rat? George, yeah, literally <laughs> he's called that. Yep, That's yep, funny. Yeah, as uh, Cornette suggested, he um. They, like they said, like Vince is like you know we're we're we gotta have them down the bowels of the arena, right? You know, so uh, like a dungeon and stuff. So uh, Cornette's like, well, if you're gonna be in a dungeon, you're gonna have rats and stuff around. He said, I'll bring George and <laughs> we'll give him George. Right? So George's a rat, so That's is awesome. Mick Foley's a rat. In that <laughs> amazing. I know, I know. But that wraps up. That wraps up November for us, my friend. So holy
0: caboli. Uh, we're going into the December Christmas season.
1: So uh, we've got, as we mentioned, off air, we've got episode 100 coming up next week. So I don't know what the heck we're going to do. We've got two choices. We can either go away from the war for, for an episode and just chat our uh, last 100 episodes, or we can just, you know, watch two episodes each of Raw Nitro, and that'll be our 100th episode. So I'll leave it to well, you. to We'll, just we'll decide. figure it out. We'll figure, we'll figure it, it out. out. Or maybe we'll do both. We'll, yeah. we'll just kind of sprinkle we a little bit. merge out. them together. 'Cause we wanna we wanna get ourselves on the road to so we've got in your house coming up, which is um
0: I forget what this so one's did called. Did they do an in your house
1: before Rumble? Uh yes. Yep. So this is the in your house where it's Davey versus Brett. All right. Now it wasn't Calgary Stampede or whatever it was called, was it? No, no, this one no, this one's one in happened. Hershey Park. This right. one's in Hershey Park, Pennsylvania. So I forget what it is, but uh season's beatings or something like that. I don't right. know. Right. I don't even know if they named them at that point, but yeah, because I think at Rumble we get Diesel and Brett right, rematch, and this right. is I won't spoil it. I won't so This is a good one. It's a, this is a fun one that that this match. So okay, it's we're cool. starting to see the early signs of going into Attitude yeah, Era. Let's put right. it that way. But uh, yeah, and then we've got Starcade as well coming up in December, which yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to that or not. If it's going to be well, this whole
0: we should be, but if it's the USA international version, and, international
1: version, maybe not nothing against japan it's just like you they gotta very quickly build these people up to where we go okay, right I'm interested in, in less in than a fight. month yeah yeah like they're doing a great job i'll say with with kensuke Suzuki doing a great job with that that's yeah. a guy i want to see kurosawa that's another guy i want to see involved with that but you really got to build some more people for this agreed agreed yeah. Sonny ono yeah. can't carry it all <laughs> you never know <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's been uh, nice having you back, my friend. Appreciate you joining us again. Appreciate yeah. Ted with the quick run-in to, to give us a little promotion as well. And and, and for Ted to, to fill in last week on the episode, that was fun to have him on board. But uh, looking forward to number 100, uh, my friend. So uh, I guess if you've got nothing else to add, I'm going to say that we're running out of time. So the tape machines are rolling. Check us next week. <laughs>